everybody, Jordan here from Iron and Grit. And today I wanna to talk about high intensity training. So back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, there was this guy by the name of Mike Menser. And Mike Menser was a professional bodybuilder. He was actually, he was much more than that. Uh, he was a veteran. He was in the United States Air Force. He was a philosopher and he was a genius really. I just read his book, Heavy Duty over the past, uh, this last weekend. And I was really impressed by his ability to, by his understanding of the human body and his ability to kind of blend the psychological and the physical together and to uh, make it meaningful when it comes to staying motivated and training in a way that makes you believe what you're doing is going to work. So very interesting. It's a good read. Heavy Duty is the book. It's actually not in print anymore, but you can find some copies on Amazon and other places. It's pretty expensive as far as books are concerned. They're not making any more. So uh, you can also find the PDF online for free or like behind a paywall somewhere. I think I paid a subscription to, to get it, but definitely worth the read. Anyway, Mike Menser was famous for his heavy duty training method and heavy duty was just his term for high intensity training and high intensity training it's self-explanatory you train with ultra high intensity i'm talking about going to failure on every set every single set because it's not the duration in the gym you could spend three hours in the gym working out or you could spend 30 minutes in the gym with a high intensity workout and get the same or better results with the 30 minute high intensity workout. That's how effective he claimed it to be. And it works for natural trainers. The thing is that with, well, at least he said it works for natural trainers. Uh, I didn't read that in heavy duty, but I did read that somewhere. And I've actually started trying it, the heavy duty training this past week. I'm three workouts in. The workouts are definitely shorter. I still feel great while I'm doing them. I'm breaking a sweat and uh, I'm not super sore the next day, but I, I still feel it. So I know that I'm getting something out of it. Um, and I'm also getting stronger. I also have more energy because I'm not spending, you know, an hour and a half, two hours in the gym, just basically overexerting myself. And uh, being tired by the time it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm trying this new high-intensity thing. Uh, the overall concept is that really your body is an economical machine. It's an economical organism. If you only have like 100 points of energy in a day, you want to use those to the best of your ability. So when you work out... Once you take yourself to take your muscle to the point of absolute failure and it can't go any farther, that's it. Stop there. Because once you just take one set to failure, you're, you've already reached the point where your body is going to need to adapt in order to get stronger. So you put in 20 points of energy into a workout, you know, go into failure on, on every set don't go past that. Don't go past that. Because then those other 80 points need to go into the rest of your day and they can be dumped into recovery too. 
So you can actually break yourself down so much that you don't really recover. And this happens when, uh, you know, people are training a lot. They're in a calorie deficit trying to get ripped or whatever. And uh, their strength diminishes or their their muscles aren't as full. And this can happen if you if you overdo it, you know, and if you don't replenish yourself. So with uh, the heavy duty training, they're very brief. They're very intense. They're very fast paced. You breathe hard. I was breathing hard. I was breathing heavy. I was sweating my ass off within like 10 minutes. So today I did a leg workout and I'm still trying to get kind of acclimated to this. But uh, essentially, each workout is about four exercises. Each exercise, you'll do about two to three sets. And for each set, you're going to do about six to ten reps. And for each of those sets, you are going to use the heaviest possible weight that you can to where you can at least get six reps, but you cannot do more than ten. You want to reach failure, muscle failure on that 10th rep or sooner. So between that 6th and 10th rep. And then uh, that's it. It's, it's basically three workouts per week, four a week. I do, I'm doing it probably four a week every other day. The chest workout, chest, shoulder, tricep is one workout. So for that, I would do... Uh, a dumbbell pre- like a dumbbell fly is what I would do. I would do like two two warm up sets of dumbbell fly, and that serves two purposes. One, it's going to warm up your muscles, shoulder joint, your chest, your arms, and it's going to pre exhaust your chest. And what does that mean? Why is that important? Because after you do dumbbell flies, you're only going to do one or maybe two or three sets tops of incline press. Okay. So once you do that, you want to be able to max out your chest. You want to be able to fully tax your chest muscles and take it to failure. The thing is that if you have weaker triceps, your triceps are going to fail before your chest will, because your chest is typically stronger. It can hold more weight. So you want to Pre-exhaust your chest, bring it on par or below the energy level and strength of your triceps for that moment in time when you do your set of uh, bench press. So there's also a lot of supersets involved um, with the chest. You know, you'll start with those two warm-up sets of flies, and then you get like two or three working sets of flies. Superset with two or three working sets of uh, incline bench press. So you go back and forth between the fly and the bench press. And the thing is that you want to spend less than three seconds transitioning from your flies to your bench press because you don't want to give it more than three seconds because your muscles will recover and your chest will uh, uh, get stronger than your triceps within that very short time frame. So it's very, very, very intense, very quick. You have to stay focused. There's a little bit of uh, forethought involved. So you definitely want to know what exactly you're going to be doing with each set. Um, so have your dumbbells next to your incline pe- bench press and just do both your exercises right there in the same seat. That's the way you get the most out of it. Uh, so then after I did those three sets of the superset, 
I went to, what was next? Lateral raises. So you do your side laterals as heavy as you can, six to 10 reps with your shoulders. And then you do bent over laterals with rear delts. And actually I didn't do the bent over laterals for the rear delts. I did the reverse fly machine and those felt amazing. Um, I think I figured it out. So you've got your arms in front of you, right? And you're trying to target your shoulders, your rear delts. What you do is you twist like you're going to try to lift, like you're gripping the gripping the bar in front of you, the handle in front of you, and you want to imagine rotating your pinkies out and up, like you're going to flare out your elbows, but you can't because you've got a grip on the handle. And that is going to, and you want to keep that uh, in mind throughout the whole range of motion, and that is going to light up your rear delt. Try it out. It feels amazing. And, uh, it really helps you target and isolate that rear delt muscle. And then after that, I went and did some French press, some overhead tricep press, just two or three heavy sets to failure. And that was it. Took about 40, 45 minutes. I got in, I got out and, uh, took a day off, ate some good food, ate clean, lots of steak, lots of eggs lots of fresh meats. And then I rested that next day, you know, after my workout and then I did back and then I rested, then I did legs again. So that is, uh, basically the routine. Very short, very intense. When I do my chest workout again, I am going to, you know, make sure that I increase the weight so that on exercises where I was at like between eight and 10 reps, I want to make sure that I'm increasing the weight and maybe I only hit like six, seven reps that time, but that's okay. Cause you want to increase the strength within that weight range and that, or within that rep range. And that rep range was intentionally selected because if you do too many reps, your respiratory system gives out before your muscles do. You know, you get exhausted, you get distracted, it's hard to stay focused. But when you're under tension, under heavy weight, and you can only push it six to 10 times tops, you're going to be much more likely to reach actual muscle failure and not just give up because you didn't have enough oxygen in your muscles or something like that. So high intensity training, I'll, I'll let you know how it works over time. So far, so good. It seems very efficient. It's very quick. It gets the blood pumping, gets the sweat going. It gets me in a good mood. So I'm going to continue this out for a little while and see if what there is to it and what kind of results that I get. So this is different from like high intensity interval training. This is actual weight resistance training. There's not much cardio involved, but your heart rate will be jacked if you're doing it correctly. I mean, you want to get to the point where you literally are going to failure every rep. Like you could not push another rep without help or without lowering the weight. So make sure you're taking it to failure. Do it safely. Do it smartly. Make sure you warm up appropriately and get after it. If you have any questions, reach out to me at ironandgrit.com. Just leave me a comment on my blog there. Any one of the, um, any one of the posts and I will get back to you as soon as I can or 
get a hold of me at Iron and Grit on Instagram, and I will uh, just send me a DM and I'll help you out if I can. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. Have a great day. Bye bye.